Hello, welcome to Hers to Tell. This is season one, episode one on January 27th, and this is your host, Christine Andard. Hers to Tell is a podcast that's really for anyone who might be struggling with anxiety, maybe insecurity, or just someone who needs a boost of confidence. At Hers to Tell, we'll interview and bring together women who are willing to share their stories of struggles and overcoming adversity, which will inevitably lend advice to anyone who might be struggling with the same thing. We'll also have other topics that will include attracting more positivity in your everyday life, advice from some wellness coaches, and even breathing techniques that will help you eliminate anxieties. Hopefully, or the goal, is that these tools and advice from everyday women will help us to build a community that surrounds people with love and support. So that being said, tonight we have Miss Tori here with us today. Tori and I met at a goal-setting session that was held by Pia at Curate Well Company about three weeks ago now, and we just hit it off. And really enjoyed getting to meet her. So Tori, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. So tell us a little bit about where you're from and your family life. Yeah, so I am from Marietta, Georgia. It's right outside of Atlanta. I grew up with an older brother who's about 16 months older than me, so we were always really close together. Um, My parents are awesome. They're both entrepreneurs. My mom actually Uh, empowers women through her Tupperware business that she's been in for 28 years this month. (laughs) Wow. And my dad is a chiropractor and went to chiropractic school when I was a little girl. So I have the entrepreneurial spirit from both of them and I have the empowering women and inspirational side from my mom and I have the wellness and kind of like healing side from my dad. So through both of those things, I empower women by leading them um, in intuitive painting sessions to help them really open up to their creativity. And um, it's a really healing experience as well. And I just got my yoga teacher certificate uh, in August 2019. I finally graduated. It was beautiful. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> During an eight-month journey. Yay. And um, so I love the blend of wellness and intuitive painting and how it all works together and how it can really heighten our well-being. And it's just a really beautiful experience. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here and to share that with you. So you're basically a boss. <laughs> I mean, what you're I'm basically me right a boss. <laughs> and have it all together, and life is great, and have no struggles. <laughs> I mean, life is never like that, right? <laughs> it might look like that on Instagram, but uh, yeah, it's not easy being an entrepreneur. It can like come with a lot of struggles, um, and I feel like we need to be talking about it more. Yeah. That is really interesting. Have you always had that spirit even through your childhood or was this a more recent thing that you discovered in your professional life? (laughs) I actually went door to door to try to sell my art to my neighbors when I was a little girl. (laughs) And I would make make these paintings and drawings and be like, hey, like who wants it? And like I, I was even in Girl Scouts and I remember they had these like sales goals for us. And if we sold a certain amount of Girl Scout cookies, you would get like so and so prize. 
And I got this prize, and it was this St. Bernard stuffed animal with a little, like, ribbon around its neck with a little Girl Scout box hanging, like, dangling from it. And I was so proud of myself when I got that because I was like, I worked so hard to get here, and I sold so many cookies, and I really, like, crushed my goal. So, yeah, I'm, I'm safe to say that it's always been a part of me. <laughs> now, these art paintings that you were trying to sell, are we talking, like, stick figures or portraits, or what was your level of skill? <laughs> Um, there are people who have told me throughout my life that I have had a gift of art. So it's always been a part of me and my life and my journey. Um, I would say the biggest theme throughout my whole life is color. Color is like the thing that just lights me up most. And I think it's amazing how it can change someone's state of being when they're looking at a certain color. And, um, I'm really interested in like color psychology and stuff too. And blue is very calming and red is very like passionate and you know, it's, it's just really interesting the way that humans react to color. And when you can portray that in a painting that means so much to somebody color or a subject or, you know, shape or form or how it's made, it's just, it's a beautiful experience to get to share that with people. Yeah, that is so cool. Thanks. <laughs> and that's awesome that you even had such like this entrepreneurial spirit when you were what, like five or six or seven or I was whatever. Young. Yeah. And then you were probably fearless, right? So <laughs> that that spirit might have looked different than now. So I guess what does it take now to have that spirit? Like are you facing any fears or any adverse adversities? It's definitely a different world when you're an adult. You know, you are like, especially when you're selling a product, you're like thinking about all the things and you're like, oh, what about my audience and will people like this? And it was kind of vulnerable to put out my art at first. Um, I started doing this in 2016 and um, I, that's when I started my Instagram and my Facebook and I was like, okay, like this is it. I'm going to do this and I'm going to sell my art. And um, I had already been getting some like hints from people, like I'd started giving my paintings away. Um, to friends and family and then it started kind of developing from there which was beautiful um, but yeah it's definitely a vulnerable experience to be like hey I made this from nothing and it came from like my soul and I'm gonna share a little piece of my soul with you on the internet for everybody to judge <laughs> yeah um, but I don't know I just feel like I have believed in my art so much through doing this and believed in my dream that it's like it doesn't really matter what they think it really matters what I think and that's wow. kind of what's been propelling me forward um but I think the biggest adversity I've faced in in my entrepreneurial career is burnout which is very common for entrepreneurs <laughs> or just anybody in general <laughs> or anybody I mean yeah our society today is very much like you have to do it and you have to do it hard and you have to like work your booty off or it's not worth anything and like it, people can be it's about grit it's about grit and grind and like such high expectations that like you probably won't meet and you're gonna feel really bad about yourself and like it's never gonna be enough and like there's so much expected from us these days and I it's it's yeah it's kind of tough to be a human but yeah as far as being an entrepreneur especially in the beginning and if you're starting on your own it's like it's all on you and so it's all on you to do all the work it's like you're an admin person you're a marketing person you're actually creating the product and then you're selling the product you know you're applying to the art shows you're paying for the art shows you're putting all this money up front and like hoping that you get it back it's like it's a big risk and when you can like time and time again like 
take that risk on yourself and invest in yourself like it's a tough journey but it's really rewarding in the end because you know that you showed up for yourself every day for your dreams yeah that's really great I mean half the time I feel like the fear with anything is the risk it's just like okay well what is it going to take you know for me to get here and I'm nervous and what are other people going to think about me so do you have any examples of like aha moments that have actually made you do it and like put your head down and like (laughs) get it done like what what does that confidence look like yeah so it's definitely I have to take care of myself physically you know that came with the burnout I really learned my lesson on the physical part of like working myself to pieces <laughs> but um keeping my mental state right is very very important because if you don't have your head right then like everything starts falling apart so um yeah I would always surround myself with like listening to different podcasts where I could get information and just people you know following all the inspirational quotes and really just surrounding myself with the positivity and I know that sounds so cheesy but like <laughs> you know that quote where they're like oh you are the um the sum of the five people you spend most of your time with, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, if I can start surrounding myself with people who already know what they're doing, even if it's on a podcast and like soak up all of their information and energy and just inspiration, then that'll help propel me forward. And then the more that you're doing your business, the more you're meeting people who are also in that business. And then you can have some solidarity and be like, okay, like the struggle is real. And like, I'm not alone in this. And so you get to talk about like, you know, all the stuff you're going through and help each other out, which community and connectedness and it's just everything I don't know where I'd be without the people who have helped me get this far yeah I mean right now even you're emanating such confidence and (laughs) you're just like speaking about this like you own it and you're taking accountability it's just it's just really refreshing so my next question is do you have a mentor or two people or just somebody who really helped you to say like you can do this and don't be afraid. Um, I can't really pinpoint one person. I definitely think that my family has been very supportive in me doing this. And I know a lot of family, people who are entrepreneurs sometimes have family who don't support them in their dreams because mm-hmm. it's not the, uh, the mainstream way to do things. It's an alternative lifestyle and they do it out of love. You know, they want their sons or daughters or whoever to be secure Mm -hmm. and they want them to have money and they want stability and you know they want them to have a plan but since my parents were already entrepreneurs they were just like well I've done this and so like you can do it anybody can do it they just have to set their mind to it um but yeah I I would say my parents and even my brother has helped me a lot um but yeah all my friends too it's 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 everybody it's everybody. And it's like, you really have to stay present in the moment when people are offering you like advice and things, because sometimes you can get so lost in different things that you worry about, you know, like, am I ever going to make it? Like, is this even worth it? Is all this hard work and time and love and energy and money that I'm putting into this ever going to like, you know, pay off? Um, and so for those people who cheer you on, it's like, it really means everything to me especially because my love language is words of affirmation. So same here. I really take it to heart. Same here. Preach. (laughs) Yes. Man. So you almost, I mean, 
not to say it in, in this way, but I mean, you kind of had a leg up because your parents were entrepreneurs. And so they kind of like taught you that spirit. So what advice would you give to people who like weren't as fortunate or who have the drive, but are scared to make that first step? You have to seek out the people. If the people aren't available in your life already, you have to seek them out. Like people talk about mentors all the time and how incredible it is to have a mentor who pushes you. But if you're not looking for the mentor, they're probably not looking for you. (laughs) Right. You know, so Mm -hmm. even to just like do research online and find out who's out there in the same field as you, or even somebody who is where you want to be, instead of like being jealous and comparing yourself and be like, I'll never do that. Right. See if you can like, you know, add value to their life in some way so they can help and add value to your life in some way. They're not going to, you know, give away their stuff for free most of the time. Sometimes they do, which is great. And like, <laughs> Maybe you know, we're awesome right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, like the more I have been in my art business and when, you know, new artists and emerging artists will come to me for advice, I'm like, of course I'll give it to you because there's so many people who gave me advice in the beginning. Like, you know, I didn't know how to do anything. And that's the thing. It's like, you have this dream and most people don't start the dream because they're like, well, I have no idea how to get there, but you just have to start somewhere. And then the more energy you put into it, just starting somewhere, the more things will actually just start coming your way. You're like attracting it because you're actually putting your energy into it. It's really beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, it is, but it can also be exhausting. Like, have you ever had times where you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm so burnt out and I yes. can't do anything else? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would say, so 2017, I mark as like the year I burned out. I started in 2016 and 2017 is when it hit me. And I just didn't have much of a capacity to hold space for other people. Okay, so like, get a glimpse of my life at this time. I was selling my paintings I was holding workshops for people and I had three other jobs so I had like four or five jobs at the time it was um it was a lot but I was like anything to do anything that I can do to like make this work and like make it happen and um I was choosing jobs that filled my soul but they didn't fill my bank account and so I had to get more jobs to like make it work and everything Mm -hmm. filled my soul But at the end of the day, I was so burned out that I was like, how much is this actually filling my soul? Mm -hmm. And like, what can I cut back on? But I'm just so passionate about giving to other people that it kind of hit a point where I was like, I'm giving of myself to so many people that like, where is my relationship with myself? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm like doing all of this to move more towards my dreams and showing up for myself. But like, how much am I like deeply showing up for myself? I'm not just like coming in and, you know, doing my business. Like, what am I doing for myself personally? Yeah. And I kind of hit that point where I was like, whoa, I really need to slow down and really like get some priorities in order because it's not sustainable to work yourself ragged. You know, you got to take it slow. It doesn't matter like how fast you get there. It almost doesn't even matter if you get there. It's all about like the process of what you learn all along the way. Like mm-hmm. I've learned so much about myself while being an entrepreneur that like even if I, you know, failed and gave up my business or whatever, like I would not regret any bit of it because I know mm-hmm. so much about who I am through what I've been doing. Yeah. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> So you said something that kind of stuck out to me. You mentioned that you just kind of had to sit down and get your priorities straight and and figure out what's best for you. So was that 
a one-time session thing? Did that happen over time? Like that, as far as like an action plan, what did that look like? Um, I would say it was less of an action plan and more of a like messy process. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. (laughs) You know, (laughs) got it. (laughs) Um, yeah, (laughs) I started learning a lot. I started, okay. So Instagram is a great tool for social media is a great tool for like expanding your vision of what you can do and surrounding yourself with the people that you know it's like you're surrounding yourself with however many people you follow that you want to be like right Mm -hmm. and so I started following more people on Instagram who were preaching things about self-care and self-love and the more I read about it I was just like okay this is what I need and I just Mm -hmm. again it's like you know these tools for social media can be so debilitating because we can get so trapped in comparison and you know jealousy and all of these things but if you use it in the right way you're really like creating the person that you are based on the information that you consume so you have to be really careful about like what am I surrounding myself with even just like reading things every day or like just seeing pictures every day I mean our subconscious is picking up on stuff that we see all the time Mm -hmm. (laughs) and if we you know we're surrounded by ads and media and screens all the time and if we can really like cultivate our environment in a way that we know will support ourselves to move forward like it's a it's a powerful thing so um anyway I started following all these people online who were preaching these things and I just started researching as much as I could about like how to develop a deeper relationship with myself and you know it's kind of ironic like I've never really said this publicly but it's kind of embarrassing I was leading meditation workshops and like wasn't taking care of myself you know like how ironic is that but you hear about it I mean you know there are plenty of entrepreneurs in the wellness space who like do what they can to make their business work because they want to help other people so much. But mm-hmm. it's like, if you're not practicing what you preach, then like, how much can you really preach it? You know? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I had like had these thoughts too. And I was like, I really got to get it together. And um, I, it just, it took a lot of self-work. And so my business started shifting a little bit um, depending on like what I wanted to bring in my life personally first first Mm -hmm. because it was my business first for so long and I was like okay like I really need to make some priorities in my own life for me and not just for what I'm outputting so like what can I input within me before I output for everybody else yeah this might be a silly question but did you write any of that stuff down or journal or did you just save it on Instagram or like what was your method to retain that information um I didn't start journaling regularly until early last year, early 2019, but I did keep a gratitude journal every day for maybe a year or two, and that helped a lot because I started focusing on all the things that lit me up, and I was like, okay, how can I, you know, you're you're just thinking about, like, the things that you already know will fill your heart, but, like, usually people want more of that but I was like I actually need less (laughs) like how do I do less um and something that brought me a lot of clarity was studying up on minimalism and simplicity and simple living and it is like that that really it changed my life in a huge way that I don't if you've ever heard of the minimalist podcast Mm -hmm. or if you follow be more with less Mm -hmm. on Instagram they're just they're incredible and they're just like 
you don't need all of the things to make you happy. And even if it's not material things, maybe it's a lot of jobs that make you happy. Right, right. <laughs> but it, yeah, so it, um, it like really allowed me to reevaluate some things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as like you were mentioning, um, I did, you know, since the day I started my Instagram in 2016, I've tried to be as authentic as I could online and really like sharing my journey of all of this. So if you go way back when you'll like <laughs> probably see my process through all my captions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something that struck me just in what you were saying, it's so inspirational, but you mentioned you had a gratitude journal. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um, gratitude. Oh man. The practice of You're gratitude. You're like, where do I start? I know. It's like my best friend. <laughs> um, it's just, it just helps so much because you're focusing on things that like we're here to live for, mm-hmm. you know? And the more that we can focus on the good things in their life, I feel like the more that it's just at the top of our brains and we can see more of it in the world as we're moving about our days. So, um, I would usually do it in the mornings to start with gratitude and it would, gosh, some days I would start the day and I'm like, I don't even know, like, I don't know what I'm grateful for right now. And I would go to be like, okay, what are like the basic things in my life that I'm grateful for? And I'm like running water and Mm -hmm. like, you know, a shelter to live under like a, you know, a semi nice apartment, like, Sometimes you really got to dig deep, but it's so worth it because after you're writing all this gratitude, it doesn't, I mean, sometimes like it doesn't even matter what you were thinking about before because you're Mm -hmm. like, nothing else matters. Like, look at my life right now, you know, just to gain perspective because our mind is like monkey mind. It can go in all these directions and it starts controlling you, but it's like we're in control of our minds. We have the power to control that and gratitude is a huge way I do that. So Every Friday on my Instagram, I play a game on my stories called Friday Favorites. (laughs) And I ask people what they're grateful for, and I put a little question box. And um, it's really great to see the different people who chip in, and they're like, my favorite thing this week was um, Friday night. I got in my pajamas, and it was, like, the best part of my week. And I'm like, that is amazing. Like, I wish more people, like, really appreciated that moment of their days or, like, you know, I get to see people's wins, like people starting to go to therapy and like, you know, solving things in their life and getting new jobs and moving to new places. And I'll share it with everybody so everyone can see all this goodness. And then we can, I call it a gratitude party on Instagram. (laughs) So I try to like get other people practicing it too and like forming community around it, which like I said, is so important to me. Yeah, that is so important. Do you ever go back and reflect on your gratitude entries? I don't. I have like thought about reading on my journal entries and gratitude things, but I try to like stay focused on the present moment, which yeah, I know cool. we can like learn a lot from our past, but I don't know. I just, I like to just kind of stay where I am, not stay where I am, but like appreciate where I am and where I'm going. Yeah. I could definitely appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, I mean, that's such a cool concept, a gratitude journal, just saying something that you're thankful for. Like, can can you say that this has either like helped your confidence or made you like appreciate more about life or what's the value of doing this? Um, probably all of the above. Um, I think the thing that I gain most from it is perspective. Mm-hmm. It's just perspective. I mean, the more that we're thankful for, the more that we just appreciate our own lives and like it's such a blessing 
to be in the world and like to have the opportunity to like live and breathe and connect and like be in nature and just exist Mm -hmm. I mean like we live in a really beautiful world and you know of course there are some things that are rough out there yeah (laughs) but you know I think right now even especially we collectively are just in a big place of healing like people are starting to wake up to like oh life is so much more than like working 14 hours a day Mm -hmm. and like you know watching tv until I go to bed and then starting the cycle again the next day you know (laughs) people are starting to wake up to be like wow like I have actual like personal agency over this and I mean again it goes back to social media like we're so connected and we can share all this goodness with the world and really like soak it up I just love it (laughs) yeah it is so good um so in these gratitude entries are you ever writing something that like you've accomplished personally like is it ever about yourself yeah definitely um and I think the more that I developed my relationship with myself after my burnout the more that I was grateful for me and um it was great too because you know sometimes I was getting these things that were happening to me in my business that were so exciting and I was like I can't believe this is happening right now and Mm -hmm. just like being proud of like how much work I put in to get there um but then it kind of got to a point where I was like am I just grateful for how much work I've done (laughs) and that's that sneaky like I you know I started to identify my self-worth with how much work I did Mm -hmm. and I think that that's pretty common these days it's like wow I'm so proud of myself I got so much done today yeah but like can you still be proud of yourself when you do nothing all day and so um you've heard of FOMO the fear Mm -hmm. of missing out and like that scarcity mindset I've really been jumping into the JOMO the joy of missing out and just like (laughs) never heard that that's awesome oh my gosh it's the best you should like research the hashtag JOMO (laughs) It's really life-changing because it's like, guess what? I didn't go to that party that I didn't actually want to go to. You know, I didn't, like, say yes to something that I didn't Mm -hmm. actually want to do. I'm not missing out. Like, I'm just... Sometimes the best day is the day that you spend all day in your PJs doing nothing. And I feel like we need more of those days, you know? We need days for our mind to wander, especially because we're so, like like I said, inundated with information all day. And no wonder why we're overthinking things. We have monkey mind because there's so much happening in there. Yeah. (laughs) So like the more that we can like let go of the things in our mind or even again, just like focusing on your breath or, you know, doing practices that get into your body like yoga or even running or walking or dancing or just stretching. Like, you know, the more that we can get back to our center, I feel like the more we can just get out of life yeah so in essence truly knowing yourself knowing your capacity and not moving outside of your boundaries is a gift that you can kind of give back to the world right and it takes a lot of time to get there especially when you're not used to having any boundaries especially with yourself like Mm -hmm. you make a promise to yourself and they're like oh well it's just myself I'll just break it but like what kind of relationship is that if you were to do that with a friend (laughs) you know you should not like treat yourself any different than you would treat your best friend that's so true so um yes boundaries are important (laughs) yeah and showing up for yourself and yeah yeah it really hits home for me because I 
I just think that, you know, I guess in my personal experiences and in friends or whoever I've seen, it's just you spend so much time trying to, like, form yourself either to say, like, I need to be this person for my boss. I need to be this person for my friend. I need to be this person for my relationship. And it's just like, well, you don't have to do that. <laughs> right. Why can't you just be this person? Yeah. And maybe then... people are afraid to be themselves. <sighs> yes. I really think that that's true. I think that there are a lot of people who are scared of their own power and scared of success. I mean, I think that a lot of people will openly say they're afraid of failure, but not a lot of people will say they're actually scared of like what they're actually capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we use so many different tools to numb ourselves because we're like scared of ourselves. Mm-hmm. but like this is our chance like this is the one time that we're going to be alive here so it's like instead of using the tools to numb ourselves what tools can we use to like make ourselves come alive right and I mean the first step is embracing that and then second step is finding an advocate for you and somebody who can show you the best version of yourself and help you be that person uh Yes. Again, community. It's all coming back. <laughs> Circling around. What did you say around. earlier? Jo- Jomo, all the things. <laughs> all back to community. <laughs> all back to community. Man. Well, that's awesome. We really circled around there. <laughs> Man. So many good takeaways from today. Um, so I guess the last question I have just to to finish up is what's one small piece of advice you can lend to make this world a better place show up for yourself as yourself every single day drop the mic <laughs> well unfortunately like, you can't drop, drop these the mic. mics you're attached to the table <laughs> you, can, mic. you can try all them of you break it <laughs> awesome well Tori, this has been such a blessing and I really appreciate all your words of wisdom. So how can people reach out to you if they heard something that really stuck with them or they want to learn more about the gratitude journal and how to get that started? How do people reach you? Yeah, I would love to hear from you guys um, and connect through all the things that light me up that will hopefully light you up too. Um, my, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Luna Lee Arts. It's L-U-N-A-L-E-I-G-H-A-R-T-S. And you can find me at LunaLeeArts.com as well. I teach um, in-person, one-on-one session and group sessions for intuitive painting, um, along with yoga and breath work and meditation. Um, I also do remote sessions too, and I sell my paintings. So you can see all the things in all those places. <laughs> That sounds awesome. (laughs) Well, Tori, I can't speak for everybody, but I feel like this was just such a good first episode, and I really appreciate your vulnerability opening up. It was just so great. And I actually think it'd be really awesome to have you back in a few months just to either speak more (laughs) about this journal or even talk to us about your breath work or just some of your means and methods to which you find your inner confidence and your inner peace because I think that's something that's really lacking today and it's very beautiful and inspiring that you have that 
Thank you. I'm super down to come back and share all my secrets because they're not secrets and I want everybody to know about them. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Well, that's exactly what this podcast is about is finding people who are willing to share their stories and talk about what has worked and building that community. It's just literally the true essence of this and I'm so grateful to have you here and share that story and that common goal with you. That's so great. Thank you so much for giving us the space to do that too. I appreciate it. Of course. Come back anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Tori. Thank you to all the listeners. Again, I truly appreciate your support and I know that I'm no therapist, but I am just here to build community and to help people to utilize the everyday people around them and help people to truly feel like we can do this together and you're not alone. So that being said, thank you so much. Season one, episode one. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Take care.